You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? How about no, Scott? All right, you nerds, blurds, geeks, and freaks. It's that time again for the unequivocated, highly underrated, got to know who made it show we call Pop Stew. Right now, I'm very hungry. Your source for reviews, whether it's the new hotness or f***ing clown shoes. Broadcasting live from Planet Wakanda. Open the pod bay doors, pal. Across the cosmos to your ear holes. It's your host, AK and Stubert. With the latest edition hot and fresh out the kitchen. I'll have what she's having. It's Bob Stew. We want it now! Welcome everyone to another episode of Pop Stew. I'm your host, AK, and with me as always... This is your main man, Stuart. And this is Pop Stew. We've been doing this Pop Stew thing for, for a while now. Yeah, man. It's Com- coming up on a year. A year. A year already. I mean, we, we, we've learned a lot about each other. Yeah, I think too much. Too, too much? Too much. <laughs> How can you learn too much? Oh, you can always learn too much about somebody. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but you know, we grew. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. We learn some things. You know, we learn. we learn how to take some days off work. You know, play hooky. You know, you're not go gonna to let the that movies. go, are you? No, I'm not letting it go. You're really excited why about that. Why would I let it go? You're really excited I'm, about I'm that. I'm proud of you. You know what I'm saying? That's a great achievement. We know what I'm proud of. What you proud of? That you come around on Black Panther. You huh? get you giving my man T'Challa a break. Listen, because you you was hired on my man for a while. Mm, uh, yeah, I plead the fifth. Okay, See, yeah, you was hired on. I mean, he he's all right. Okay, he's he's fine. I expect him to be better in the next film coming up. So, leave my man alone. Anyway, to commemorate our our one year, we we had an idea. We we teamed up with someone else, someone very special, a very special guest we have in the building, Doctor Nicole. But is she is she really a guest? She's not really a guest she's not because really a guest. I mean, she's she, always around. She's always around, and she she filled in for you when you was off in the quantum realm. I can't lie and for I Christmas thank you for that because I was trying to see Endgame before anybody else. Yep, so. and the Russos locked you up for it. Yeah, that, that's what you get. You know, but I'm back now. At least well, I'm out. Yeah, that rat helped you out just like he helped out mm-hmm. Ant Man. Shout out to Splinter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Master Splinter, matter of fact. Master Splinter. Yeah. Shout out to my man, Master Splinter. We gotta call him Master Splinter. But welcome uh, once again. His name is Master Splinter. Yeah, that, yeah, that's what we called him. Oh, because I didn't know his name, but I appreciate the sacrifice. He he essentially <laughs> he saved the MCU, man. Pretty Seriously. much, he he is the MVP. He's Everyone's talking about Iron Man. Man, and he put in work, no doubt, but. He wouldn't have been in that position without Master Splinter. Absolutely. Give it up for the rat. Give it up for Splinter. But let's also give it up for our third co-host today. Hi, everybody. Dr. Nicole. Give it up. Aw, that's so special. You should feel special. You are special. Talk talk a little bit about yourself and and the cool idea that, that we came up with. Um, I am a author a motivational speaker for all things mental health. Uh, I, I've had um, a lot of experience with dealing with mental illness. Uh, I suffer from depression. I've talked to people and inspired them about how they deal with it. I wrote my own book uh, called Unstoppable Joy, The Art of Finding Hope, Healing, and Happiness. And um, I'm coming out with a new book, called Confessions of a Warrior, so that's going to be... Look out for that. 
that's going to be talking about different tips to dealing with depression and all the symptoms that go with it. But the thing that I love the most is that I love giving back to people. I love seeing people happy and joyful. So I decided to give away monthly self-care boxes that I like to call joy boxes. So it's whatever brings you joy. And for this month, I am giving away, I guess it's a superhero theme box to congratulate Pop Stew on their one year anniversary. So in this self-care box, we have a Captain America hat, we have Infinity Gauntlet t-shirt, we have a superhero book, a video gamer sign, and we have a bunch of socks, some Joker socks, and the socks that I like but can't have. They're too legit to quit. <laughs> See, it brings you happiness. But, but it describes you. You're too legit to quit. I am too legit to quit. I am unstoppable. Shout out to MC Hammer. So all you have to do in order to get an entry to win this awesome self-care box is buy one of my books, and I also sign them, and you can get it at my website at www.unstoppablejoybook.com, and you'll be entered for your chance to win. So I had a question. So um, does this pop stew, do we get disqualified? Yes. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I, I ask this every single month that she's been doing these boxes. I'm like, if I buy the book again or... or You can't win. Like, she won't let me win. I mean, but this is, this is a lot of cool stuff in this bag. I know. You see what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of cool stuff in there. Like, it's a hat that... You know how I am with hats. I'm a hat dude. I love hats. I would definitely wear that hat. It's comics in there. You know what I'm saying? It's, t- it's, it's, it's a t-shirt. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a sock man myself. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I, can't really, I, can't, I can't really get it. Nope. These are some cool jokers. And I'm, I'm like just now stepping up my sock game. I, I was sleeping on it for a minute, but now I'm starting to step up my sock game. See, and I'm automatically disqualified. And yeah, I'm disqualified. I can't do it. And I threw in some comics. So we got Flash comics. So getting um, getting the book is the only way to get an entry for this for this Pop Stew box. For this one, yes. Okay. It's $10. And this stuff is worth way more than ten dollars and it's cool so you get a bunch of cool stuff and you also get my book which i think is awesome and i think it'll help a lot of people if you want multiple entries get multiple books and give them away to people who need them or anybody you can think of loved ones birthday gifts what have you so she's basically saying that stubert can't buy this but she didn't say anything about like steward or any of the any of the other names. You can't, man. I'm I'm sorry. I, I if can't I get, can't win, you can't win. Because I definitely wanted to to win this box. She said AK can't win. She didn't say anything about anybody else. The hosts of Pop Stew are the not two allowed. Hosts of Pop Stew are not. We are disqualified. We are not in the running for this box. This is for it's not fair. I I Pop agree Stew. with you, huh? This is for listeners of Pop Stew or. I'm a <laughs> I'm listening. Who aren't hosts. <laughs> or you can get people to buy them and you can get multiple entries. So tell a friend. Tell and a friend. And then split all the goodies. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is some really good stuff. I, gonna I, be included suggest, in this bag. I, I suggest, suggest you go I strongly suggest you go out and get this book. because uh, Go to the website. What's the website? 
www.unstoppablejoybook.com. And I also sign them, so you get an autograph from me. See, you get a signature, you get socks, you get a hat. You get everything in that great, and a, and a book that's definitely going to help you in your life. It, it helped me, I got it, I read it, loved it, made me think about things differently. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm still, well, I don't enjoy the fact that I'm disqualified from trying to win this box, but that's neither here nor there. Oh. You know what? Where there's a will, there's a way. You're going fi- to try to figure it out? I'll figure it out. You know, you're gonna just find somebody maybe, else. Maybe to my buy daughters want to buy the book or something like that. See, go get See, it for your family. You could, you know, multiverse. I don't think you know what. What would a seven year old want with this book? Maybe like the AK in a different multiverse who's not doing pop stuff. You know what? I never really thought about it. See, like that. multiverse, See? multiverse. Well, you guys haven't figured out time travel, so I don't think that's gonna work. Well, time travel. It doesn't. I like mean, I'm working on the DeLorean. He's he's trying to find a, a phone booth. He's gonna figure that oh out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay. We got it all planned out. Like we got it on what? Like we almost there. We like three steps away. So I'm sure. And if I can't find a phone booth, I'll look for you know a hot tub or something like that. Yeah, get you a hot tub. Yeah, that works. Well, good luck, everybody. Yeah, good luck, everyone, but us in winning this box. Who gets the opportunity to win such great things? Good luck finding ways around the contest rules, guys. That's what we do. When there's a will, there's a way. But we, other than that, we do have a topic, and seeing that we have a mental health expert on the show today, we we figured we'd we'd stay in in uh, Stubert's favorite topic, the MCU. We're gonna stay in that world, and we're gonna talk about the uh, the mental health struggles that were depicted in Endgame. Hmm. It was it was a lot. They touched on mental health and the effects of loss and trauma a lot in this film and we figured we we kind of talk about the different characters that we know and love and how losing so much affected each one differently oh absolutely man so who are we gonna start with first i'd I'd defer to you who who would you like to start with oh i think thor i think that's that's a that's a good one that's a good one to start with what about thor well, first, I want to say that I have I have never seen a superhero movie where the superheroes not only lose, but there's some serious mental health and trauma going on over a significant period of time. Like usually, yes, the superheroes are very strong. They're very um, composed. Even when they're losing, they tend to like regroup really quickly and get it together, and then somehow come out with the victory. And this time. They're not so easily able to pick back up from what happened in Infinity War. And it seems like in other superhero movies, there's really like little to no time to grieve. Like they get it together and they fix things right away. And this time they're grieving over a significant period of time, like five years, I think. Yep. So five year period between the snap and when we see them trying to piece their yeah. lives back together. And you know, it's crazy because in the beginning of the film, like, they, there's literally nothing that they can even do about it. You see what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Now they're just stuck in this state. Yeah, and in the beginning of it, like, they come up with a, pan, a plan fairly quickly. Yeah. And that's like, well, this is like a superhero that we're used to. Like, this team, they come up with a plan, they execute the plan, and then when they get there, there's still nothing they can do about it. All those feelings that they had at the first snap kind of come rushing back. 
Yeah. And it was like the feeling of there's absolutely nothing that can be done. And Stones it, are destroyed. It's weird because they were like when Black Widow went to go see Hawkeye and he's like, please don't give me any hope. And it's like, I thought that's what superheroes are supposed to do, like give us hope. And this is like kind of a hopeless situation is how do you deal with how do you find your way in a seemingly hopeless situation? Right. And Thor, he he's one of the ones that took it the hardest because he kind of just gave up on everything. Yeah. After all the loss that he suffered, like he lost his his father, he lost his brother, he lost his best friend. He did lose his sister, if that even lo- counts. If that, well, she was was trying to kill him the whole movie. I don't think that was as traumatic <laughs> as losing his as losing Loki, but. I mean, he's still not over. He's we see in this, he's still not over the loss of his mother. Lost his mother. Oh, absolutely. Lost his home, and then he lost everyone else he cared about, all of his friends, and he's supposed to be the the god of thunder. He's supposed to be the one to help everyone and save everyone, and he's not able to do that, and he kind of just shuts down. Yeah, he's literally like the shell of himself now. Yeah, you know where he's. Self medicating, he's drinking heavily. Yeah, you know, you're talking about he's drinking whole kegs by himself, kegs of beer. Like, he goes out like every other day to get beer. Yeah, he just that's the only time he the only time he leaves is to get more beer. And you notice that playing Fortnite, even in his apartment, it was rather dark and gloomy, like, there wasn't too much light that was there, right? Nothing that he could just he only cared about the cable. Yeah. He's like, did you come to fix the cable? I'm like, no. Like, I've been calling about that for weeks. But it's the first time that I could, like, relate to a superhero because it's like, oh, like, Thor likes pizza and he's out of shape just like me. So, wow. <laughs> so I'm like, yes, I can be a superhero now. I, I don't think Thor was discriminating. I think he liked all food, so... Well, yeah. he, they they order pizza and they play video games. So it's like anybody who's just like sitting around playing video games, like you could be a superhero too. Yeah, and he pretty much has no purpose anymore because before we always see Thor, he has a goal, whether it's to become king, find his brother, find the scepter. He always has a goal of what he wants to do in these movies, and then here he really has no goal. He yeah. has no purpose. He has nothing to fight for anymore. And he's not trying to deal with it either, because when they when they talk about Thanos, he's like, "Don't say that we, name." We don't, in my say, house. That name we don't say that name. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't want to be reminded of one of the biggest L's he's ever taken in yeah. life. Yeah. And then you know, I'm sure there's a part of him that felt like, "Okay, I could have prevented this," you know, because when we even see in Infinity War, you know, Thanos kind of mocks him and says, "You should have went for the head." Right. You know, but to to be the the god of of thunder to to have a a name as powerful as that a store you see what I'm saying and then to come up short and then now the snap is taking place and he can't do anything about it man that's pretty defeating it's disheartening especially since he was like their last like saving grace like oh, he yeah. came in at the last well, minute and they thought they had won exactly and yeah. then it was like oh well and that's you the didn't thing. even do that right he gave everyone hope because oh, yeah. they were against the ropes and then with the outriders right yeah. And then Thor shows up with Stormbreaker and kind of lifts everybody's spirits. Which I might say that's that's a great scene. It is is an incredible scene. scene. I did think think they were going to win. Everyone thought that. I was like, okay. Even Bruce was like, yeah, you guys are totally screwed now. (laughs) (laughs) And then they 
well, go he did on the go loose. For the head, but not. But he went later on, like when they went back in time. Yeah, the second time he went yeah. for the head. He wasn't even trying to have no conversation. <laughs> didn't have a conversation. With <laughs> Everyone was trying to figure out what to do, and he just chopped his head off. <laughs> like, so you could tell that was bothering him because he's yeah. like, "Oh, he told me to go for the head." Because in the beginning, you just see Thor, and he's not saying anything. He's just. He's just stewing. He's just sitting there by himself, and it's eating him alive. He's looking like. The big and then Lebowski. when he sees him, it's it's pretty much on. Yeah, he's looking like the big Lebowski. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> like Thanos is just trying to get him some breakfast, and they yeah. rush up on him. He adds seasoning to it. <laughs> oh, no. He making a good breakfast too. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I'm making it good. They just like, in on him like, <laughs> trying to eat his omelet. Like, like he's all on. peaceful. He's a gardener. He's like, yo, I'm just trying to eat. Can I at least eat my food? He's trying to eat his breakfast. And it's like, he's like, I can't do anything to help you guys. I already destroyed them. So. Like, what you want to do? They didn't even finish what they were saying before Thor came in, chopped his head <laughs> he off, chopped his head and then left. Couldn't even finish his breakfast. But he's not the only one. I mean, Captain America's dealing with a lot of trauma, too. Yeah, he has a support group going. It's just weird seeing Captain America in a support group. Yeah. Why is that weird? I don't know. It's maybe it is fitting because he is kind of the person that holds the group together and he's like the the inspiration and he's trying to like bring support to the team so I could see him forming a support group, but it seems like he has lost his self confidence and his beliefs and everything that he's saying in that group. So it kinda of seems like he's just going through the motions, like this is what I'm supposed to do, so I'm gonna just set up this group and talk about how we have to rebuild, but I don't believe that we can rebuild. He doesn't believe it anymore. He's the guy that everyone kind of looks to yeah. for that last-ditch effort, That the guy that's supposed to come up with that plan, that's and supposed that, to solve and everything. A, and he has that great speech. Yeah, he gives know, all that, the speeches. To give, to give everybody, put everybody exactly. together. And then it, it doesn't really work out for him. So, yeah. like you said, he, he kind of forms the support group because that's what captain america is supposed to do yeah. but he's he himself has lost hope that's like your support group leader doesn't have hope that things will get better so you're just kind of i guess they're just kind of filling the time like what do what do we do with ourselves this is this seems like the best option is to sit here and try to figure out what we're gonna do or talk about the things that we missed from before the snap so I guess it's kind of like a grieving process, but they're not really accepting it. So Right. He doesn't accept it and and Hawkeye kinda went under rampage. He just He checks out. He just takes he lets anger take over. Oh, absolutely. He 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 loses all sense of compassion and sensibility and his it just took over and he's just slicing people. And that's his way of self medicating just to keep going keep having a mission to do even if there's not a real mission but i still think like maybe he had some kind of anger issues beforehand and his family was keeping him together and now that he's lost everything he just doesn't care anymore you know that's pretty true because we still out of all these 11 years we always hear about what was budapest right but we never find out Black Widow, we, we don't never know find what out did. what took place in budapest we don't yeah. we don't know maybe we'll find out in maybe that we'll series or maybe we'll see it in a Black Widow movie. Yeah, that her movie. Maybe just, we'll find out what happens. It just seems like his wife and his kids were like his reason for being who he was. And now that they're not there, 
it's like, okay, I'm just going to go far right and do whatever I want to do. Like, there's no consequences. Like, he doesn't have to come back to his family because they're gone. So. Right. Or there's nothing to kind of keep him grounded. Yeah, or he's not grounded. His his kids aren't there to keep him grounded. His He's not there. His wife isn't there to kind of hold him accountable for things. So he's kind of just going berserko and slicing people up with a sword that we didn't even know he was lethal in. Like, he's the dude with the bow and arrow. Yeah. But, I mean, it's not like he just picked up the sword. Yeah. And even in other movies, you always see him have, like, a heart-to-heart with his wife before he leaves. And he sees his kids, and that, like, kind of keeps him on, like, the straight and narrow. Like, I know what I have to do, and, like, I'm going to keep it together. And now it's... He doesn't really have that Right. Maybe that was the good part of him. That's probably why he fought so hard to keep them... Safe, yeah. Safe and keep it a secret. Because hmm. we didn't really know he, he had a family him. until Ultron. Oh, yeah, Age of Ultron, right. Exactly. Well, he Black was, Widow did. But well, Black Widow know. knew because they were friends for and so Fury long. Did. And Fury Because he was the one. Yeah, Fury helped set this up. But, I mean, no one else knew he had a family. Yeah, that's true. So, Iron Man started his own family, which... It seemed like he was the only person that really kind of moved on or kind of tried to build a life afterwards with Pepper. Well, it seemed like he he built a life built a life after the snap to kind of take over for what he lost. Like mm-hmm. he he lost Peter Parker, someone he was supposed to take care for, who so he was like a father figure too. And so he went off and had a child and got married to kind of push those feelings back because even the picture of him and 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 peter parker he kind of has that hidden away behind stuff so he's not really i think he's suffering from like survivor's guilt because it seems like everyone that survived is kind of dealing with the loss of those who didn't and wondering why they're still around right and so i think with Iron Man, he's supposed to be like the mentor to Peter Parker and he feels responsible for anything that happens to Spider-Man. But then what happens when Spider-Man dies in front of you and you can't do anything about it mm-hmm. and you're left to like mourn this kid who is kind of like you're like a father figure to him right. and you're supposed to protect him. So. And he kind of feels like it's his fault. Yeah, like he, he wouldn't be there yeah, if, if it wasn't, wasn't for him. me. And he even said in Homecoming, he's like, if you die, I feel like that's... On that's me. on me right yeah. you know um and the whole like vision from ultron where like everybody dies except for him and he feels bad because he feels like he should have done something so maybe that kind of ties into why he made that ultimate sacrifice to save everybody because he would rather die to save his loved ones than live and see everybody else that he loves die, die and he has to live with that you know so but you know what? there's a part of him that's still tinkering you know, right, because we we even go to the house and like his daughter has Pepper's helmet, the helmet, what I'm saying? and then like like he's still working on he's stuff. still working on stuff, but he's doing it privately. Where even with with like he knew about time travel and the things that took before they ever showed up to the house. Mm-hmm. You know when he has that conversation, but he that's just, why he was like, it's not possible. <laughs> yeah, it's like he so it makes you think like oh. He tried. He's been down that yeah. path before to try and figure it out. And he knows there's two. You give up a lot when you mess with time. Yeah. Yeah. Which 
leads to a lot of things in the movie, but I won't go into it. But I mean, we I just don't. We did two episodes, but it's hard. We, we went there. It's, <laughs> it's very hard to do a time travel movie because there are so many questions and so many things left unanswered when you alter with, like you alter time and you mess with like the timeline, and even people were saying like the three snaps probably did, did a lot of damage. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure it did. But I think well, even Iron Man says that. Remember, he was like, when you mess with time, time kind of messes back. Yeah. When Thanos from 2014 shows up. Or you realize that the three snaps generated so much gamma radiation that there will be mutants in the future. See? See? X-Men. That's good. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Q X-Men. I like because it leaves the door open for anything is possible. I mean, mutants are coming. You can go back coming. in time. X- so. The X-Men's coming. Oh, yeah. They're coming. Yeah, they're they're coming. coming. They're on their way. Like, you can go back in time and... People can come back, and so you never know what's going to happen. Right. I think that vision kind of took in the back of Iron Man's mind like the well, whole entire time. Yeah, it always was. Ever since he had that vision in Age of Ultron, it kind of forced him to... Yeah. He f- always felt like the Earth was vulnerable. And, and I... It wasn't even like we as a team, like I have I to have protect to that, I have to protect everyone. And that started from like the Battle of New York. Yeah. You know, and it just continued to just kept keep on progressing as as every movie just got progressed. Mm-hmm. Like he kept falling more and more into this mindset of like yeah. an impending danger is coming. I mean he was right, but I mean he was also so at, damaging so, his life. So basically as you can see that, you know, Iron Man three is worth something. Stop. It is. I was just Stop. Iron Man 3. Exactly. He's just trying to prove a point. Because he suffered from PTSD. He Stop. did. Did he not? Yeah, but he was suffering through it in other movies. You didn't need Iron Man 3. Stop. He Come wasn't on. even Iron was, Man in that. He what? Anyway, we're not exactly. going to Exactly. He is Iron Man. He's Iron he Man. He wasn't right. even Iron Man in that. He was in the he, What was he in the suit? At the end? That's not the point. All I'm saying is it led to he something else. He was using else. it as a remote control car. But he was tinkering, right? He pretty much his used the suit PTSD. as like an airplane. PTSD led to what? Helped him exactly. to figure out time travel. But Iron Man 3 didn't only... I didn't that say, wasn't the only movie that talked about his PTSD. I just brought up Iron Man 1. I brought up... Come on. Iron Man 3. Okay. So it serves a purpose. That's all I said. I, I mean... I, we already know you think had, it's, we already trash. know you think it's Iron Pieces and it's not a good movie. That's fine. It's trash. It's complete all, trash. All I'm saying is that it's a film that leads to something else. It gives you more of who this who this character is. Okay. Just admit it. Okay. Anyway, Black Widow. <laughs> that's not fair. Moving that's, on. That's totally Black Widow. Fair. You're doing a disservice to Tony Stark. That's not right. Tony Stark is my dude. Iron Man is my favorite character in the MCU. It's He's just my that too. his Me movie too. in the third one was hot garbage. Or quick shout out to Rochester. It was a garbage plate. <laughs> garbage plates are good. Okay. Garbage. Delicious. Garbage plate, That'd be a good, good, good rating scale. You know what I'm saying? Garbage plates. Yeah, but you think garbage plates are good? So would garbage that plates be, are delicious. I know, but would garbage plates be a good movie or a bad movie? We see. Dumpster food, dumpster food. I don't know. We'll work on it. But anyway, back, back, to, back to what we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. We'll get to it. Black, Black Widow. Black Widow kind of... I think she was suicidal. You think she was suicidal? I think so. Because so, she was too willing to sacrifice herself at the Soul Stone. Like, she she kept saying, like, she had no purpose and she didn't know what to do with herself anymore. And so that was, like, her way of 
Which, having some kind of purpose. But I think she in was this whole, in the beginning. She's kind of trying to leave she's this rogue group. Yeah. So I think she's trying to use work to kind of hide how much pain she's in. I mean, she does got like she's trying to. She has these guns, but she ain't got nobody to shoot. That's exactly. Kinda, but then, when like she's were, trying to drown herself in in work. But then, when they were trying to get the soul stone, she's like, "Let me do it because I don't really have anything else." Like it seemed right. like she didn't really have a purpose left. If she I think she had a. I think purpose. that was her purpose. That was her she purpose. She felt like that was her purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And, then and she figured she if knew, she would make this sacrifice, then Barton he could be with his, his family. He could be with his family. You see his kids. See like his she wife. made the sacrifice for him. It wasn't, I don't think it was that she was suicidal. I just think she made the ultimate sacrifice for her friend to well, be I, happy again. I think she was struggling with some kind of suicidal thoughts in that she didn't really have a, a purpose. She felt like she didn't have a purpose. And then when this mission came up, it seemed like she was at peace with doing this because she felt like she had nothing else so you're saying to that, like, live for. This was a form of redemption for her? Yeah. Like that was that was her role, was like to give her was, life? Yeah. She felt like she had nothing else to live for. And this is, hmm. this is the mission that, this is the only way that she could help right. in that instance. So, but I mean, it, she wasn't really fighting it. She was like, okay, I don't really like care. But she could see that he cared because he still wanted to be with his family. So. Right. But he was also willing to kill himself for her. Well, that's because he didn't and it's kind of like, die. Right. So it's kind of... But I think he was more suicidal Maybe. than she was. Maybe he was because, because he didn't he was think his going, family was going to come Exactly. Back. He had lost his family. So he was basically going on, on this madman mission killing triads and and cartels and i don't think he cared if he survived those battles or not i don't think so and i think personally if he would have died it's like okay well at least i'll get to see my right i'll get to see my family family again so i don't think he cared that's why he was so willing to kill himself because he had lost everything yeah and she was willing to kill herself for the exact opposite to make sure he gained everything back or maybe because she felt she had lost everything. Right. And her purpose in Infinity War. Very so true. You never know. It's it's weird what, what lost us to you. I just thought about it. When you're talking about lost, like, we totally forget. We didn't really get a chance to see too much of Black Widow. You know, like, we saw, like, a few clips of her. Like, in, I think that was Age of Ultron. Yeah. Or something yeah, like she that. She was in the school being trained. Being trained. Yeah, we don't really see her, her background. We like, just know that we know all, she can't have kids. We know like her ledge is filled with red. Like she's done a lot of bad things. Yeah, so, she's trying to redeem herself. Right. This is, I mean, sacrificing yourself is kind of the ultimate redemption. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you could say that too. But I think people were so distraught from Infinity War that they weren't because before you saw more of a fight in people and now people are kind of just like okay well i'm just gonna surrender because it's kind of like we don't really have another choice right like we don't even have anything to fight for yeah we don't have anything to fight for exactly but i think you're on to something with her having suicidal thoughts because i think all of them have had those thoughts oh yeah i mean even even tony he probably had the thoughts, and then when he's up in the ship, he's pretty much leaving he's, his yeah. his will in that helmet, those messages, as like the last message. He's pretty much coming to terms with, I'm not going to make it out of here. So, 
Yeah, he he kind of is okay with it as he, well, especially after seeing like Spider Man die. It's kind of like, well, I didn't do my job, so this thing is like right. a total loss. So it's and like I don't deserve to live anyway since I wasn't able to keep him safe. Yeah. But well, Hulk kind of turned everything around. He did. He's kind of the one who took it the best. Yeah. He can't he formed his true identity, you know, merged the two. Yeah, mer- like you said, he merged he merged the mind and and the body and he's kind of like accepted himself. He had a talk with Hulk and <laughs> and they're friends now. Because ever ever, ever since you can even say the Incredible Hulk. He's never always, accepted himself. Yeah. He's always been right angry. There's that fight or flight mentality he's always had. Yeah, you know. Well, it's like he he's ashamed of himself. He's ashamed of what he's become. He's ashamed that he's become this raging green monster. And then after all this loss, he kind of puts him. He fixes himself where he's not a raging monster. He's he's smiling and making jokes and. And he's satisfied. You right. Know, he's Taking really selfies with fans. He's, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's come to terms with who he... Yeah, exactly. He's taking selfies with fans and he's joking and like he's joking around with Ant-Man and Iron Man and... Yeah. And before he was kind of just like, I just want to be left alone to do my work. Yeah, I and, just want to smash things. Exactly. It was like two different people but now he's... Let's see, dealing with your anger and coming to terms with all parts of yourself, even the parts that you don't necessarily like, is essential for true peace. So that's what Hulk did. Deep, I know. <laughs> it, it is very deep. You, you, you would. Well, that's why you're the expert, because you. Well, I just kind of see it as a lot of people run from certain things about themselves that they may or may not like, but that uh, is tied to who you are, and by accepting who you are and. Loving the parts of yourself, even the parts that you think are unlovable, that a lot of people may not, is essential to happiness. You don't want to stay angry all the time. Exactly. Do you feel like this film, this superhero film, like captures like mental health the best? Would you say that? Um, I would think so, in terms of how many different issues are reflected in like in this this movie i mean i could say there's different mental health issues going on with like you know batman or something like that but this is the first time you know like i had said before it's like the first time i've seen like each character going through something that was traumatic over an extended period of time and i've never seen that before like i've always seen maybe even with like say like justice league maybe one person gets down and then they have like a pick-me-up session and then they go out and they defeat whatever villain and then they move on or everybody else is composed but now it's like you see everybody falling apart for an extended period of time and it's kind of interesting to see that superheroes can also go through these things and if superheroes can go through these things then everybody else can so I mean it doesn't necessarily mean that you're weak or because superheroes are strong but they still have emotions too so maybe it's a good message for people to see that even superheroes have weak moments and that doesn't make you a bad person or a weak person but it's all about how you survive how you deal with 
different traumas, how you bounce back, that's kind of what makes you, I guess, a superhero in your own right. I got nothing. I know, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, where you, you go from you, that? You can cut the episode right here. You know what I'm saying? I think we just might have to. That was awesome. But in uh, wrapping up, uh, tell everyone once again where how they can win the, this awesome box. Okay, you can win by purchasing a copy of my book, Unstoppable Joy, The Art of Finding Hope, Healing, and Happiness. Each book will get you one entry into... Uh, winning this awesome box and you can go to www.unstoppablejoybook.com to purchase your copy for $10 and I also sign them so you'll have a signed copy. I don't know when the contest ends but probably at the end of the month. At the end of the month. Yeah. So you have so all, by the end of the month. all of June to buy the book, buy as many books as you want to. Each book is an entry. Yep. So if you want more chances to win you have to buy more books. That's that's just the way it is. We'll probably we'll be posting pictures of all the cool stuff on on our Facebook page, Pops Two Seven One Six. And uh, where can people find you on social media? Oh, you can find me on Instagram at a doc named Nicole, or you can find me on Facebook at Doctor Nicole M Ferguson. So try to get in all your orders in. Um, if not, I'm telling you right now, I'm taking the Infinity Gauntlet t-shirt. <laughs> oh I, guess, this box. I guess if no one buys it, she's keeping all the stuff. Yep, I'm keeping all of it. So, um, yeah. We, we and keep it all of it. Be on the lookout. Follow me for, um, I do inspirational quotes and um, memes. I do a lot of humor because I believe humor is a, a good way of dealing with it. And I'm also working on my new book, Confessions of a Warrior. So tips for dealing with depression and um, working on that. So be on the lookout for that as well. So follow me. So Dr. Nicole, um, you know, there's, there's no way you can just be a part of Pop Stew and not have a cool name. But can I just be Dr. Nicole? You, you can't just be Dr. Nicole. You have to... Have something else. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This is this is Pop Stew. I'm Stuber. You have eight. We understand that's your name. You know what I'm saying? We we gotta we gotta W. You can't come on this show and give such wonderful information and not expect us to give you a name. I mean you're gonna be back again. You're gonna so. be back. You see what I'm saying? Okay. You gotta have a name for so, the people to call you. So, so what do I call myself? Okay, I'll come up with two names and I'll let you pick those names. Okay. Okay, the first name is Pop McStuffins. <laughs> Probably because Doctor Stuffins taken. We don't want to get into legal Dr. trouble. Stuffins. That's that's, kind, that's trademark, so we we can't do that one. Yeah, we'll give you Pop McStuffins, or we we'll either give you Doctor Nick at Night. Oh, they're both so good. I See, know those, those are good names. Th- right? They are good names. I got to give it to you. It like he comes he comes up with all these great names. Got to give it to Stuber. He comes up with the hot names. I don't know. We'll let you think we'll about it. We'll let you table it. Think about it. I'll think about it, and the next time I'll come back with... Come back with your decision. I'm sure everyone will be waiting to hear. Sure. I'll, I'll, I'll think about it. Okay. Yeah, please think about it. Sleep on it. I'll sleep on it and come up with... I'll have a name by next time. She even put it out as a poll. You see what I'm you saying? You want to do a poll? She'll do a poll. We'll okay. We'll People do a pick poll. my name, because I don't know. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what do you think? Dr. Nicole has given some great information on mental health. And she needs a cool name. If she's coming back to Pops too, 
she's gonna have to have a name. So, so should it be Pop McStuffins? It'll be either Pop McStuffins or Doctor Nick at Night. Two very good choices. I know. Help us decide what her name is. I'll post that on the Facebook page. But I think we're gonna wrap this one up. Thank you for having me, and thanks for coming on. Thank on you so much. Anniversary. I'm glad to see you guys were doing this. This is an awesome show. Everybody needs to tell a friend to check it out because this is wonderful. And and be on the lookout for for uh, we coming up with some shirts, some merch. Yeah, finally we're, some some merchandise. Yeah, you know we so be I'll, I'll post that link soon. So be on the lookout for that so you can get your shirts. Rep pops too. Tell your friends, share, like, comment, review on iTunes, do all that fun stuff. I'm your host, AK, and with me, as always, this is your main man, Stuart, and our special co-host. I am Pop McStuffins or Dr. Nick at Night. (laughs) (laughs) One of the two. One of the two. It's pending, so I use both. And this has been... Pop stew.